Hey, welcome to another episode of Invite the Neighbors. This is Brian Porter, uh, your host. Um, this episode was just me and no Benny this time. Um, and I had a Discord conversation with Ann Arbor, uh, Ann Arbor-ish band, Dog Sneeze. I can't remember if they're Ann Arbor or what. Um, but I'm thinking Ann Arbor because I played a show with them one time and it was in Ann Arbor in a house in a co-op on U of M's campus, which was fun. Um, but yeah, his band's called Dog Sneeze, and it was fun, that show. And this episode was fun, is what I meant to say. Um, we rebranded the podcast several times throughout this episode, um, which, you know, none of them stuck. Sorry to tell you guys. Um, but, you know, just entertaining nonetheless. And this is like one of those episodes where it's just like very obvious that we're in the smack dab of a quarantine due to the coronavirus, and there's not a lot going on. And when I get together with people who like doing bits, there's just going to be a lot of bits. And, you know, we, we did talk about music a, a decent amount, enough to where I can legitimately call this a music podcast. And I thought it was a good episode. Um, but to be honest, that's about all I can remember about it because it was so long ago. I'm still getting through the backlog quarantine episodes, um, you know, getting rid of all these so that I can, uh, so that Benny and I can start doing in-person episodes, which we're fucking stoked about. Um, so anyways, just some housekeeping stuff real quick. Uh, join the Patreon. We're going to start doing uh, some really cool bonus content like once the in-person episodes start up again. Um, so in patreon.com slash invite the neighbors, you can pay whatever you want and it helps just keep the podcast hosted. Um, follow us on Twitter at ITNPod and um, on Instagram, we're just invite the neighbors at invite the neighbors and if you wouldn't mind like going to itunes and leaving us a review or giving us a five-star rating that would be awesome um and if you do none of those things if you could at the very least just like tell a friend who's into music about this podcast because i mean we've had some pretty pretty big names in like from the diy scene on this podcast and this is your first time listening you know we've had dogleg nice um we had american spirits when they were a band r.i.p love connor and trey um you know we've had austin shortly talk about his um you know studio and just like a lot of different cool stuff that we've done um so a lot of different cool um people i mean so i'm kind of rambling at this point i think the intro is done without further ado um please enjoy the episode featuring dog sneeze (laughs) <laughs> Fuck yeah. What's good? Hi. Gents? Hello. Hello, hello. So, oh, dog sneeze in the in the virtual building, dude. It's all so, time. <clears throat> it's only what, like a year in the making? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a hot minute, dude. Right. I feel like we talked about this, well, me and you, Nick, uh, that back, show we played at back in fucking, like August. Yeah, dude. I was gonna say, when the hell was that even? Like, yeah, it, was, it, was, it, it was a long time ago. What was that show? Was that was that Owen House or was that uh, some co-op? That. In a, it, was, yeah. it, it was a co-op. You know, they all have so many different names. I can never remember them. Yeah, and it's like it, it was. It was an out of this world show. I know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It went. And you know what? It was out of this world too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always are. <laughs> it was out of sight, and uh, like a lot of out of this world shows, no vocal monitors. Uh, yes, I love, which yes. I love to hate. I love to hate not not specifically about out of this world, but just like house shows in general. That's like my main complaint that I'm always bitching about is the lack of vocal monitors. It's probably my favorite thing because even when we play at like Max, I ask for none of my vocals. <laughs> really, I love it too. <laughs> Who needs to hear themselves? I just really hate hearing myself, if I'm being honest. Dude, I mean, sometimes, like, it's, uh, it's, it's a blessing. (laughs) Like, if you can just, sometimes I'll just feel just off, like, vocally, I just know I'm off. And the fact that I can't hear it, it's almost like, all right, well, it's kind of a good thing. I think most of my, most of the time, I think my goal is to play so loud that you can't hear me anyways. (laughs) Well, okay, so you guys were definitely uh, loud as shit. Yes, and thank, thank you. you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, 
And Mike, Mike is your drummer, right? <clears throat> Mike is one of our drummers. We have oh, okay. several. We we have we have three rotating drummers. Oh, really? That's dope. Yes. So uh, so Mike played with us the first time. Um, a, a guy that I jammed with a few years ago. His name's Grant. Played a couple shows with us, and now uh, Justin Pine, who plays in Jen's apartment, has played a, a few shows with us. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they're another band that I need to that has. I keep forgetting to reschedule, but <clears> Jen's <throat> apartment is was going to come on once, and they'll be on eventually. Yeah, our, uh, our we we've been we've been spoiled on the kit, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like when I saw you guys, it was it was Mike, and uh, I love watching Mike play drums. I don't, oh, I think I've seen Justin play before too, um, at like a at a Jen's apartment set, which was, you know, nothing but good things to say about that too. Right, of but, course, um, they play around a lot, so that makes sense. They're Lansing based, I believe. They are. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. And now, are you guys? Would you consider yourselves Ann Arbor? Like, I, I we, we're actually a Lansing band. Lansing, oh, really? yeah. Yes, yeah. Me, okay. me, and Arthur both live here. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Are you? Uh, are you from that area originally, or? I'm not. I'm actually from uh, from Bay City. So. Oh, okay. Uh, it's about a you know it's up in the thumb pit, as they like to call yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Grand, Grand Rapids. Rapids. Oh, all right. I uh I was actually just up past Bay City this weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was up there myself helping some people clean up from uh, from all that flooding in Midland. Yeah, yeah, we. I was driving through there with my girlfriend because my mom just got a place up in St. Helen. Okay. Uh, and I saw all the flooding, and I did, but I didn't know that like a it's from the like a dam that. Uh, yeah. So so two so two dams broke. Um, Wixom Wixom Lake completely emptied. And then the Sanford Dam was overflowing, and they were worried that that was gonna that 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 was gonna break too. Um, but, but luckily, that one held up. So so Midland, I know, got hit pretty hard. Um, Saginaw actually got hit pretty hard themselves. Um, and luckily, nothing really nothing really made it to any of my family in Bay City. But some of my friends in Saginaw yeah. got got quite a bit of water. Damn. Yeah, I thought it was bad because like my basement floods every time it rains. It doesn't right. flood. But like, yeah, 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 I guess you get some water in there. <laughs> yeah, it's home ownership sucks. Basements are a blessing and a curse, man. Yeah, well, it's like I I have this house and my grandparents own it, um, but you know they're basically grooming me to own it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and it's that's one of the biggest things that I noticed, like from being in a house, like from being in an apartment to moving into a house, is just like the level of shit that you're now responsible for. It's like when you're in an apartment, it's just like, you know, something breaks, you call the office and they yeah. fix it. Now it's like, I was all excited to get in this house. Like, Oh, I'm going to put all my uh, musical equipment down there. It's like, now I can't even have my <laughs> yeah. amps or anything down there until like I get someone out to fix the foundation. Basically. Well, and then they like, get like, yeah. they get like a uh, super dry down there in this. I don't know. It's, it's hard to keep instruments and stuff in the basement all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm learning that the hard. Or way. even like, I mean, like I rent, I rent a small house here here in Lansing. I mean, like my landlord's cut the grass, so it's like I don't even have to do that. But one oh, day, that's pretty dope. One day I'll have to cut my grass again. Yeah, it was one of those things. Like when I moved in, like I, I enjoyed the first couple times cutting the grass. I was like, oh, that's yeah, good, yeah. you know, it's peaceful <laughs> the first time. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, it's like almost like manly. It's like, yeah, I'm tending the lawn. And now it's like, I I really don't want to do this at all. <laughs> and now you got to like fix a board on your deck or something. Yeah, especially when it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help that my roommate's like, well, you know, it's hard to, I'm basically the only one who cuts the grass. Yeah. And That's the worst. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'll, I'll get my roommates to do it sometimes, but. I think I, I started off doing it too much myself. And <laughs> I kind of like spoiled them and let them think that, oh, Brian just cuts the grass. He must like doing it, you know? <laughs> but, Rookie uh, mistake. Dude, yeah. So, what do you, so like, what brought you guys both to Lansing? <clears throat> oh, well, so, uh, yeah, so actually I moved to Hazlitt, gosh, what's it been? Three, three years ago, Arthur? 
It was in it was just by here. Twenty twenty seventeen, I think. It was summer of twenty seventeen. And uh, you know, being new new to the area, I do what all new people do, and I posted an ad on Craigslist looking for people to jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, Arthur and one other guy were the only two people that answered the ad, and they're like two of my best friends now. So me and Arthur started jamming right away with it. Um, in my grandparents' basement. Yes, in his grandparents' basement. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was here for an internship. I was finishing up. Uh, I went to college at Central Michigan. I got a degree in Parks and Rec. So I was, oh, nice. I was working for a Parks and Rec department <clears throat> in, uh, in Hazlitt as an intern, wiping that up. And uh, yeah, just, just uh, you know, I, I, used to play, uh, I used to play drums in Seaholm back in the day. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I was fresh out of that and looking to kind of get my own feet wet musically um and uh and arthur arthur has become my foil if you will <laughs> assignment to his or well actually probably i'm the garfunkel yeah, arthur assignment. is without a doubt the garfunkel given his hair yeah that makes sense <laughs> and the name yes so. yeah oh, oh yeah arthur Arf, yeah i was gonna try to combine arthur and garfunkel arthunkel art jones funkel art jones <laughs> uh so basically, do you guys still have Grandma's basement as the jam space? Because that'd be pretty dope. Uh, no, no, longer. no. <laughs> um, yeah, I was there. I was fortunate enough that I went to MSU. Well, I guess I still go, but um, at the time I was getting a degree, at a bachelor's in like sound at MSU, and um, my grandparents were like, "Yeah, come and stay at our house, so you don't have to pay the." Uh, basically the living costs of going like living on, on, right. on campus or whatever. So I was fortunate to live there. And uh, they also were okay with Nick and I playing really, really loud punk music in their basement. God, and really bad songs too. <laughs> yeah. We, we probably in the time we were jamming then is there a, there's like one surviving song, right? It, Nick? Eh, I don't even, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think there is. Actually, See, if you or go ahead, Nick. Yeah, well, I just like uh, saw a video a long time ago of uh, I think it was like Ty Siegel said that he writes like a song every single day. Mm-hmm. So we so so I try to follow that that train of thought. So we we blow through a lot pretty fast. Uh, well, yeah, that, and that makes sense. Nick's a songwriting machine. I this is a little relevant to the to the songs of 2017, but if you'll believe it, um, there were two, the two songs that I wrote for no fun club were dog sneeze songs before no fun club existed. Uh, okay. <clears throat> I have a habit of moving around a lot. So I was the, me, me and Arthur were, were founding members of no fun club with Jake. Yeah. yeah we were two thirds of it. <laughs> and, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's a small world, right? <laughs> Just all goes around. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I actually moved up north for a while. I lived up in Traverse City for like seven months before I couldn't stay away from Lansing. Came on back. Uh, spirit never dies. Rock and roll. Yeah, glad to have you back. <laughs> How was the? Um, I mean, I've I've played in Lansing once before. I played at Max Bar, but I've never yes. been to any of like the um, like the house <laughs> venues or house shows. Like, what, is there a decent amount of house? I mean, there's Those are on there? Tr- truthfully, uh, I mean, there there was Bingle Mansion, which is which is R.I.P. Yeah, that's Bingle not there Mansion. anymore. Um, <clears throat> Displaced Manor, I guess, is what they would consider the the punk house venue, if you will. Um, okay. We, uh, I, I used to play in a bunch of hardcore bands up in Bay City, and we would come down here and play every now and then. Um, but that that's that's really it. There's truthfully not a lot of house shows. If there are, and I'm missing out. I wish people would tell me because I'd love to go to some more after uh, stay at home gets lifted. But I, yeah, I know there's some, and I don't know what the house is even called, <clears throat> but um, I know there are some at some of the members of gray matter live in a house that does some shows. Do they, do they still do shows? Uh, yes. As of um, the last time I had, uh, a conversation so, uh, with any of them. It was right after our Halloween show, okay. and 
and they were doing shows at that point. So I don't know. Yes, I'm, so so Gray Matter, DM me your address so that I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Um, I'll have to get back out there. I, who knows what shows are even going to look like, though? Right. Yeah, or right. when you'll be able to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing. Have you guys been able to like practice, play music at all, or like during this? whole thing or like well, how have you guys been like staying sane we've uh well, I, i've been i've been social distancing pretty hard um we we haven't practiced at all during this um i've just kind of used it as an opportunity to get some songs recorded and uh fleshed out um so mm-hmm. that we can hopefully hopefully do a, a a decent release instead of me just sporadically putting songs on Bandcamp. yeah i think that's kind of key um i i i'm the well, I used to be the worst about that, like just getting something like one song, like partially done or like done enough to where it's like, okay, now I'm like to where I'm excited about showing somebody with them, like right. not putting in the time and or not just basically not having the patience to like really, I mean, it's rookie mistake, dude. Like just like not having the patience to like put together a release and just yeah, like I putting it out there. I have a I have a bad habit of like writing like a, a three song thing and I'll send it to Arthur and be like, What do you think? And he'll tell me he likes it and I'll be like, Great, I put it on Bandcamp like two days ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean I don't mind. Like it Nick and I's mentality I think this has been our mentality and and Nick, you can tell tell me I'm absolutely wrong when I say this, but our mentality in dog sneeze has been like we kind of just do it. Like, like Nickel, yeah, he'll just throw songs up on Bandcamp, or and we'll just we just kind of like it is where the term slacker rock, but not in a genre way, just in more of like a uh, we just write like the approach. Yeah, and it's it's mostly because dog scenes is just something we've kind of always done, just in whatever way, like whether it be yeah, uh, playing finding craigslist people or talking about ty siegel it's just kind of the the dog sneeze way i mean that's true i think like you know no you're good just like depending on what you're trying to get out of it that may very well good be fine you know what i mean like oh yeah if your goals are just like if it's like a fun project where you're just playing shows and like not really looking too far ahead you know what i mean if it's more just about like the playing shows and just putting like doing it for yourself then there's really no wrong way to do that it's yeah, just without like, a doubt. it's like when you start getting into like trying to make a career out of it is when you have to like start doing things that maybe not necessarily don't feel like exactly what you want to do but you have to like start following more of a formula i guess and i think uh i think me and you actually talked about that a bunch at that show back in august brian because like uh like like i i think one thing that me and you related on is like i i mean i i work full-time i work for a parks department down here like yeah uh, like but you know i've been i've been playing playing in the oh man i even hate using the war the the term diy scene for so long that it's just you know it's hard to hard to stay out of it and uh this is just kind of a less casual or a, a more casual way, I guess, for me and Arthur to get our rock and roll on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's, 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 it's still even tough to do that. Like it's hard enough to just like have a fun band and work full time, let alone like try and trans like eventually work at it enough to like where that would become your career. Like it's such a, it's, it's just hard. I'm just complaining. <laughs> No, it requires it requires it's, it's fair. a certain level of of right place, right time, right people. Because you got to, you know, you figure your music. There are people who write music that are, and this is pretty, you know, it, it's subjective because you know everybody likes different sorts of music. But you got to have the right person who knows who has the right resources to who enjoys your type of music specifically to give you that chance to then, you know, like whatever. And it, I I know, I know some people that, you know, that have been able to do that, that are able to 
you know, have, I would, what I would argue would be at least some of an income making yeah. music, but I, I think Nick and I, we were, we're happy in just, you know, playing Max Barr and writing songs about cats and milkmen. Yeah. <laughs> well, Do I that. think it's, 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 um, there's, you know, there's, Struggle to find the right. I won't, honor is, seems like it's a bit heavy of a word theme, but I mean, like there's um, there's merit. Uh, there's the word. There's merit to just doing like being in it just for the love of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like not really trying to quote unquote go anywhere with it. And like I talked to to Colin, like ship and sail. Like I talked mm-hmm. to him about like yeah. back when you know touring was possible and i don't know this is our these are still his feelings i don't want to put words in his mouth but like at the time he was telling me about like he didn't really have much interest in touring and he was more just like enjoyed existing within the michigan scene you know enjoyed like playing shows with his friends and things like that and like that's entirely 100 percent yeah, yeah like, without a doubt not everybody has the sickness that i i do or other people <laughs> might do where it's like you you're never satisfied with that. Like, I almost wish that I could be, that I would feel like completely satisfied with just having fun and playing shows. To me, I mean, to me, it's a ton of fun to go, to go into Owen house. I as loud as I can do a whole bunch of people that take two steps back and then have in a daydream come up right after me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not, it's not about the putting myself on the right bills and stuff like that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to have a good time with my friends. (laughs) Yeah, no, and I think there's definitely a lot of, like I said, there's there's merit to that. And I don't, I don't look at, I don't look at one way of doing it as like better or, you know what I mean? Like I think yeah, it's yeah. the only thing that's better is like relative to what you want. You know what I mean? Like I there's if if I was say like taking your guys's approach but had a different set of goals, then there would be a better way of doing it. You know what I mean? Like if that's the only that's the only times that like where better or worse comes into it is like yeah. if if I ha- if I have a particular outcome, but I'm like the actions I'm like an outcome in mind, but the actions I'm taking like are suggestive of something else. And like okay, there's definitely better ways of doing that, but like you just you know that's what I think people need to realize. Like like figure out like what it is that you want out of the music and i think that kind of makes the the steps you need to take a lot clearer yeah and and that's just been thing for me too especially a lot of times i'm just talking to myself (laughs) like i'm trying to giving myself advice you know aren't we all (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um so did you guys Lose like with when everything like closed down and stuff. Did you guys lose out on any shows or? We had, uh, yeah, we yeah, had, yeah. We had a couple shows booked. Um, I know. Oh man, I'm blanking on them. We had one booked at at Max. Um, a couple Just, other local with a couple other local hardcore bands, which I was yeah, pretty stoked for. That one was um, gonna be. That one would have been pretty fun. Nick Nick's like his Nick likes his hardcore bands. I. I love me some hardcore bands myself. I saw every time I die at the loft. Speaking of Lansing, oh nice! Was, yeah, well, me, me and Arthur had tickets to go see Lagwagon and Less Than Jake. I was pretty stoked on that. Uh, there, yeah. there's, that just got. That was supposed to be uh, tonight, wasn't it? May twenty sixth. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> what a bummer. Yeah. Jeez. Um, and no, instead, they, I'm just recording this podcast. Yeah, they rescheduled it. They re, <laughs> they, I think they rescheduled that one, fortunately. And the tickets next we got are honored, which hopefully it happens. Um, what, like, I was going to say, like, I, I love The Loft, but it sounds so bad. I wish, like, I, like, just in terms of, like, comparing it to, say, like, The Loving Touch or comparing it to, like, one of these venues that just sounds amazing, but like, I love the environment of the loft so much. Like I saw like two of the best shows I've ever seen. Like as far as like the energy were like Norma Jean at the loft. And then every time I die at the loft, like both hardcore bands right. at, with like the no barricade, like every time I die show, like by the end, like 
half the crowd was like on the stage. It, hey man, it was I mean, I saw I saw against me there, and a dude got thrown into the ceiling. Really? <laughs> yeah, that was it. Was like the hot like man. This guy was crowd surfing, and they just went full like trampoline mode, like one, two, three, and heave this dude up. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. But I get what you mean. I'll yeah. I'll die I'll die on the hill that that Max Bar is the best place to see a gig in Lansing because I saw. No, Laura Jane Grace, the the front person for against me there, and that was the that was one of the best shows I've ever seen in Lansing. That, that was a really good show, Nick, Nick. I just got to go for free because we we had an extra ticket. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, but that was. I mean, you could you could barely walk into Max. There were so many people in there. That was fantastic. I get what you yeah. mean though about atmosphere at the loft and all that. I just wish, uh, yeah. Newfound yeah. Glory was my loft show that really made me like it. Oh wow, that'd be awesome. <laughs> It was that was the first record I ever bought was Sticks and Stones by Newfound Glory. We uh, me and one of my buddies saw him on that tour that they did where they were playing like two albums a night. They played uh, Nothing Gold Can Stay in uh, Sticks and Stones, and we saw him at the Magic Stick. <laughs> oh wow, that'd be awesome! Holy shit, that would be awesome. That's Sticks fun. That's a band I still haven't seen live. Man, and the Magic Stick shakes so much because you know it's right above that bowling alley that you feel like you're gonna. Yeah. Explode. So like I've seen shows at the that 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 building is hilarious to me because it's like there's the Majestic, I'm pretty yeah. sure, and then there's yeah. the Majestic Cafe. And the Magic is, Stick. <laughs> yeah, and there's the Magic Stick. And it's all three of these places like right next to each other. It's very confusing. But I still haven't been to the Magic Stick. I've only been to the the Majestic Cafe. I saw the hotelier at the Majestic Cafe, which was awesome. Then, which one which one is the majestic cafe is that the one that's like around that bar yeah it's off yeah. To the, it's like to the left of the bowling alley okay i'm pretty sure it's like the, the you it's like a, the it shares the, the bar yeah. with the bowling alley but yeah it's just like this wooden wood floor broom it's just yep. a boneless majestic okay because uh, i saw i i still haven't gotten it straight i, I saw american football i it in the majestic theater is that the one that's like the, the well, biggest room they've yeah got? yeah yeah and then and then i saw ceremony that was wild i saw a man get a bottle smashed into his head and he was like <laughs> bleeding everywhere um Jesus. and and then but that was that was a weird show because it was them but then the pity sex opened up for him and played for like 10 minutes and then ceremony just went on and played a couple of their newer songs, which is sort of, you know, like post-punk Joy Division type of stuff. But then I think they realized their, their like, power violence crowd was there. And then it just got ignorant. Absolute ignorance. Uh Just, like, on the floor. (laughs) It was pretty fun to watch. (laughs) I think my post, I think my post-coronavirus goal is to play in the bowling alley. Oh, Oh, yeah, dude. Don't they have, like, a stage above, like, the pins? That's that's some place in Ohio, I think. There's a place in Ohio. I need the name of that place, Arthur. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's Mahal's. I might be wrong. I I might be horribly wrong. I'm so from the west side of Michigan that it hurts. Oh, I think like now that we talk about this, like one of my goals that I just decided just now is to have the resources and the fan base to be able to do a U.S. bowling alley tour. Where oh man, I... you're telling me. Oh, <laughs> oh, don't don't get Nick started on bowling. It'll be a bowling I'm a, podcast. I'm a I'm a, I'm a varsity bowling coach, Brian. Oh really? These are facts. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're, I, we're 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 born. You know, most people when when they're born are born in hospitals, right? But up in Bay City, they actually deliver all babies in a bowling alley. <laughs> Nick got a strike. He was delivered and slid <laughs> yeah. across the, the thing. Ten, and ten, pins, pins down. ten pins down, right out of the womb. Yeah, you can tell a lot about the trajectory of a child's life based on the oil pattern on the lane that the child yes. was born down. Scorpion pattern. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a house shot, baby, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, now, I'm what's called a bumper bowler. Not that yes. I would actually use bumpers anymore, but if I were going bowling and someone asked, would you like to use bumpers, I would say. And there's no shame in that. You know what? When you go sure. bowling, 
It's exactly like we were, what we were saying about fans. You just need to get whatever you want out of it. You want to yeah. go there <clears throat> and get drunk and use the bumpers? And you you do it. You do it. I I I, I have no shame in that. That's good. Amen, no, that's Amen to that. But when I show I up, it. you know, I'm 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 gonna be way too serious, and I'm gonna get mad. Do you like <laughs> so? So you're a varsity bowling coach. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into this a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. like, do you? Now, do you feel like that this is the stuff that movies are made of? Like, are you like giving like Rocky speeches? You know, to, some sometimes, sometimes. Like Herb Brooks, like you know, miracle speeches type thing. Because like, I'm curious, like what the so what's so the dynamic of like the varsity. So the big thing team? is, is like you know, like a like at my high school, we won a state title in 2010, right? Dope. So like, uh, that there's this format called Bakers. Like you you do a qualifying. Um, of like 10 or 12 Baker games and then your individual games. But a Baker game is when you have, you know, you, you have five bowlers that all bowl one game. So like if it was me, you, Arthur, and two other people, like I would bowl the first and the sixth frame. You would bowl the second and the seventh. Arthur would bowl the third and the eighth. And then the fourth bowler would bowl the fourth and the ninth. And the fifth bowler would be our anchor who would bowl the fifth frame and the tenth frame, right? So that's a Baker game. Okay. <clears throat> Um, so they, they go a little bit faster and they get real intense. Like you'll bowl like best two out of three total pins. And like when you're, when your anchor's up in the 10th frame and he's got to get like, you know, he's, let's say he's, he's got to get three strikes to win that match to move on. I mean, yeah. you get, th- things get kind of tense and that's when, that's when your Rocky speeches come out. Yeah. <laughs> do you get to call timeouts in bowling? Um, like, do they have no. A, so, say? so you can, uh, you can't coach what they say is in between shots. So you get, you get, you know, you have the potential for two shots, you know, if you don't throw a strike. Yeah. Um, so like if you threw a ball and got like an, like an eight and left a nasty split, like I couldn't tell you where to stand for that, that spare shot. That's what they call coaching in between shots. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, so I can take a second as you're like walking up there and be like, you know, like, Hey Brian, you should move like two boards left or something like that. But the, the biggest part is trying to get the kids to understand the differences in, like, you know, if you're bowling on synthetic lanes versus, like, wood lanes, what kind of oil patterns out there. If you're bowling on an Allen pattern, the oil's heavy in the middle, got to get it through it, get that friction down low, stuff like that. Um, it gets, there's, there's a science to it. Even I gotcha. Respect I remember, bowling. Bowling's a sport. <laughs> I, I remember one time, uh, I think it was... I, I, I drive the car that has the most space. So I'm the guy who drives Nick and I yes. to places whenever yes. we need a, a gig or whatever. But I remember one time we were driving somewhere and Nick spent the entire car ride just <laughs> telling me about thumb holes <laughs> on bowling balls. Well, you know, you got your removable thumb slugs. You got your normal one. It's, oh, God. Well, they, oh. I'm it's, not even going to get into it right now. It's buck wild. Like I dog sneeze has, has taught me so much about bowling. Well, there, there's a big, there's a big controversy. Cause you used to be able to drill counterweight holes into your ball. And uh, with the rise of two handed bowlers, I don't know how much bowling you guys watch, but guys like Wait. Jason, like Jason Belmonte is like the, the winningest bowler in the PBA right now. He's got 13 majors. It's the most ever. And he bowls, he bowls a, what they call a two handed shovel delivery. So he gets what? a lot more power. Yeah, he still releases with one hand, but he brings it back with two hands and can throw oh. the ball about above. He, he can throw the ball about twenty-two miles an hour and with like five hundred RPMs, which is just ridiculous. It's like off the charts. And so he gets like wow. insane pin action and stuff like that. So Bowling's been trying to basically catch up with how this dude broke the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So so now What's they've made it re name? Jason Belmonte. He's from Australia. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. <clears throat> I'm YouTube and this motherfucker. If you ever, if you ever need some some good bowling matches, you know, oh, he's really good. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's really, really good. <laughs> yeah. So, so now they they've made it to where if you basically the number of holes in your bowling ball, there needs to be a digit in each one. So, like if you have a thumb hole drilled, there needs to be a finger in it somehow. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. So that's eliminated. Like the so now bowl, like like bowling balls are rolling a lot different, and it, it's been a, it's been a Big, huh. big controversy in, uh, in sanctioned bowling world. So, like, if <clears throat> invite the I neighbors a bowling podcast, dude. Yeah, this you know that's what's one thing. If if I uh, not having a, a boss 
or having a producer. I mean, it also means I don't have any money, but you know, <laughs> there, are, there are no rules. There are no rules to what Roto Grip Storm sponsor Brian. This is a bowling podcast. That'd be dope. Do they have bowling podcast? They have to have bowling podcasts. Like, no, I've never, uh, I've never looked for them, but I'm probably going to do that. You see, probably yeah. exist. They got yeah, them. They, they, they have to. Yeah. <clears throat> I've like, spent a lot of quarantine just watching old so I'm not even going to lie. Are bowling alleys open? I feel like that's... Uh, like, no, no, no. No, the, the, the ones here are definitely closed. My, yeah. my, my leagues all got canceled for the remainder, wow. so I have to imagine that most of them are just going to close for the summer. Uh, yeah. yeah. I also wouldn't be surprised like if you go up north that there are bowling alleys that there are people inside those bowling alleys that don't even know a quarantine is happening. Right. Because they're just, they've just been in the bowling alley. And the number of bowling alleys that also have golf courses is like fairly high. So I think a lot of them are, I mean, like golf courses are open. Well, they have the ability to be open here in Lansing. So, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I was just up North, uh, like I said, and it was weird. Like I was the first, t- I, we went to a restaurant and it was open. And yeah, like actually dying in. <laughs> yeah, it was so strange. And like this pod, my podcasts are like on a, on quite a delay right now. It's like because I've done so many episodes during quarantine. So like, uh, there's like a good month and a half. I'm a good month and a half behind recording, like releasing from when I yeah. record them. Uh, so hopefully by the time this is actually out, you'll be able to just like going out to eat will be a normal thing. And God, I hope. And, yeah, you know, that's not I, I have a feeling things are gonna. Along, right. but... I have a feeling things are gonna. Yeah, like I like I, I run a summer camp at my work, and we're uh, that's canceled. Like it's just you, you, oh, you like really? you like can't you like can't be too careful right now. Yeah, so, it's oh, go probably ahead. gonna be like a long, a little bit of a long integration period because I'm pretty sure this might this might date this episode and what I'm saying right now. But I work at MSU, and they're talking no fall classes. That it's all going to really? be online, yeah. So it it it, it might it might take. I think in Lansing maybe because the students wouldn't come back. Uh, it'll be an interesting sort of back half of twenty twenty. Well, who knows? Because the rumblings at Central are that CMU is going to have in person classes. So who knows? Exactly. It's that's that's what I've heard. And like um, Central's also like what twenty million dollars in debt. They probably need the kids to come. Are they really? Wow. That's what the number was when I was going there, and that was five years ago. So <laughs> I think we might have actually talked about Central briefly because, like, I went there for one year. Yes. My uh, yeah, in two thousand two thousand nine two thousand ten. If speaking of dating, that should date me as a dinosaur. But uh, that <laughs> that was my freshman year, and but yeah, I um. So my girlfriend is getting her master's from U of M right now, and it's it's an interesting sort of. Um, conundrum that these schools are facing because it's not honestly i don't think it's an issue for school so like let me rephrase that i think it's a conundrum the students are facing because mm-hmm. these students are paying top dollar to get yeah, I hope, uh, what they thought was going to be a, a educate like a high quality like in-person education which has basically been converted to an online degree man and they say it all the time that you don't you don't pay for you don't pay for a university for the schooling you pay for the experience if you're going that early which yeah. I hate. I hate that whole concept. I, I mean, I went to a community college first, um, and I, I hope I hope we see a rise in community college so that those universities can shove it a little bit. I was to say, me and Nick yeah. are both community college graduates. Like both yep. of us got did that first, and then went and did our <clears throat> our bachelors. And I, I had a blast. I had a blast <laughs> at community college. I worked. I worked maintenance at my community college. It was a good old good old time. Amen to yeah. that, brother. See, like I. I was so dumb, dude. Like I, I went to Central, which was fun, and then I went to U of M Flint for a year, which for me that was like going to community college because I live. Uh, my I'm from Linden, which is like okay, that's yeah, 20, yeah, it's like 25 minutes yes. from Flint, if that. So like I lived with my parents that year, um, and then I ended up going to Ann Arbor, U of M Ann Arbor, to get my degree. But like for the amount of money I spent to ultimately just go back to U of M Flint and live with my parents for a year. Like I sh- should have just <clears throat> went to U of M Flint two years or like gone to like, uh, what? like, um, mock community college or some shit. Yeah. Well, like you I know? went to, I went to Delta college, you know, just North of that. Um, yeah, like, I guess it's technically in Saginaw. 
I mean, there there's so many jobs at the school that'll like pay your tuition and stuff. So that's what I say. I worked a I worked as a second shift maintenance guy and cleaned all the toilets. And in exchange, they let me go to school there. <laughs> that was awesome. that was me. At, that was me at Grand Rapids Community College. I worked I just, in the music building and I attended the music building. <laughs> I say the uh, the it's just man, those tuition prices are out of control. I can't. Oh, it's it's a racket, dude. I just it's a can't complete even racket. Well, that's why I'm saying, like, this isn't a conundrum for the school because it's like, I, right, the they're getting their money. Issue, yeah, dude, they they don't, they just don't want to like lower their bottom line at all. Like all these students, like I'm sorry, like, you know, obviously the the school couldn't plan for the coronavirus to happen, but like, it's only the right thing to do to like <laughs> give a discount, like to offer some of the money back to the students, especially like my girlfriend getting her master's because it's a two year program. It's like yeah. you only get to and, go there for two years, and yet you're spe- you're spending like thirty four. Yeah, and like double the class <laughs> or double the price. Yeah, <laughs> master's degrees. Yeah, and it's like so now half of that is just supposed to be online, and she's supposed to pay full price for that. Still, like it's just like morally <clears throat> wrong. Well, and, we're, and we're seeing that in everything too. Like even with like, professional sports, you know, trying to come back, like uh, like you know the major league baseball players, uh, the, the billionaire owners are saying that the Players yeah. should take should take pay cuts because it's only less of a season. But you know the players never make money when they make more than they projected and stuff like that. Um, so it's 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 funny how you see those big places trying to not not cut their bottom line right yeah, now to, to justify the same same income <clears throat> for them. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any. Like Inv- invite so the neighbors a, a billionaire hate podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that will always be the case. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably a continuing theme. <laughs> Let's see how much further we can stray away from music and to this thing. Well, well dude, if, I was just too, like, here, I can ring it back in because I found oh, something funny. Uh, if you if you want me to, go for Brian, it, Brian. Like, um, and this is relevant. I just I just recently had to move uh, back to my parents' house in Grand Rapids because segue because of coronavirus and the fall semester not possibly happening. Um, I may not have a job, and so because I work for the music department at MSU, and so all of that. But I have been delving through many uh, artifacts that I have from my younger years, and um, I found this poster uh, for a, a show that was it was like called the Hot Chocolate Tour, and it was like the front bottoms, and you blew it. Okay, which is. Which brought like that was my introduction to that band, and this if you if we can make more connections, that was my I saw you blew its last show at Max Bar, and that was probably the best Max show the I have ever seen. Tour. Sounds like it should be like Limp Biscuit and Primus. Yeah, it was, it, and the, the, art, the art looked like it. If you if you Google it, I'm pretty sure you can probably find it, and the art looks a lot like uh like Limp Biscuit Primus type of art, like really kind of. I guess I would use the word disgusting looking, (laughs) Uh, but um, yeah, that just like, I just saw that. I was like, Oh my gosh. And I think the, do either of you know the band? I mean, I I think Nick does, but uh, Brian, do you know the band or they were a band, the cardboard swords? Uh, That sounds vaguely familiar. They were, they were a blood fest band. Um, yeah, they were times. big West Side emo in the the like two thousand. They're a Grand Rapids band, right, Arthur? Yeah, I I managed to both see their first okay. and last show, which their first show was when I was in high school in like twenty eleven, and their last show was like twenty seventeen. Both in Grand Rapids, um, but. Yeah, that 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 was that was that was strange. I didn't even mean to see their first show nor their last show. I went for other bands. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Um, but yeah, they played on it. Uh, do you want to? Uh, this this is. Can I can I flex a small amount? This this is my this is my DIY flex for the day. No. Um, my oh, first really? DIY show I went to was in freshman year, and it was a lot of spute in a basement. Like I got to oh, hear wow. them play Future Wars, which is like one of their first song. Like it's off one of their first releases, I think. I, I I'm probably gonna get like jumped by the DIY cops or something 
for, for you know for being oh, wrong because I'm not tip. I'm like um, but like yeah I, I the first show I went to and I didn't even appreciate it like I thought it was too loud and I was DIY like cops this is too aggressive I was like this isn't you know I go home and listen to Harvey Danger um but I like went and saw a lot of spew on accident Arthur's just listening to flagpole sitter on repeat dude I I cannot tell that was it I didn't it's even the, like it's I didn't the only even song like any you know stuff. It was the only song I knew, but I loved you, it. You find Arthur's high school laptop, and it's just flagpole sitter with like two million plays and no other song. Yeah, it, it was that in Blink One Eighty Two. He's got like that, Spanish, like Spanish <laughs> translated, but like every version of that song, like that's like different, like different, like overdubs from different countries if they even exist. I feel like that's one of those songs where that would exist because it was such a huge song. It's like one of those like LimeWire downloads, so it's like REM flagpole city. <laughs> or, or like Half yeah. the Man I Used to Be by Nirvana. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. It, that song, that song and that band is yeah. so like, it just follows me everywhere. I'm like, I was listening to some podcast having to do with war movies and one of the guys on it was in Harvey Danger, which makes no sense to me, but like Harvey Danger's America's Band, Arthur. John Roderick. If if anyone knows who he is, they'll know what I'm talking about. But he's a Harvey Danger member. All right, Brian. Yeah, how how are you going to bring us around? (laughs) Um, What what was your guys' favorite show? I yeah, I was just informed that there may be cat piss on the bed where I'm sitting. So um, okay, okay, cool. Confirmed. No, no cat piss. Confirmed. You're good. Nice. Oh, oh, so the cat may have pissed on, on Abby's yoga mat. So just so everybody know that a month and a half from right now, when this episode is released, we, we, we cleared up the cat piss. Um, these are, th- these are the issues that we face here in quarantine. What was yes, my favorite show? <laughs> just, like that segue? What was my favorite Yeah, because like, I, you know, I think that's all we can talk about in quarantine. We can think about the... The olden the days, old days in which we were able to <clears throat> exist around people. Yeah. Is there in quarantine other than show? Um, I let's see, man. It's gonna be well. Radiohead has never. I've never seen Radiohead and not had my mind blown. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, oh, you know what? Probably without uh, naming bands that are canceled and causing more cringe ep- uh, moments on my own podcast. Uh, <laughs> I will say that Manchester Orchestra at Riot Fest was... Oh, wait, what year? Uh, just this last year. Okay. Was That was the first Riot Fest I ever went to. Okay, and I saw I saw them at the... I think they played the 2013 one. That was the one that ooh, I was at. That would be dope. Like that, Probably around the time Cope was released or something. Yes, like. yes. It's Cope. Dude, they're... They're my favorite band. Uh, <clears throat> that was uh, that was the year of the re- the replacements reunion, and whoo. oh gosh, Riot Fest always brings such like they they had like Weezer playing the Blue Album or like they had the Cure or they had the I don't know they they always have such cool like yeah uh, dude they had um this year was I don't know if you're like Flaming Lips fans but I never was really a huge Flaming Lips fan and I still am not I am not really but like their live show is incredible they just had. Yeah. Like, uh, and they played their most, you know, iconic album or their most culty album, um, like Yoshimi Battles the Pink uh, Robot. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. I, I, yeah. From the cursory knowledge I know about that band, I like all the stuff off that one. Yeah, they're worth, they're absolutely worth seeing live. Cause, like, they have like I, a wild stage show, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it was insane. And uh, the lead singer got in this giant beach ball you know like the kind you can get inside and like people get in these beach balls and they like roll around on hills and stuff <laughs> yeah Absorbing. He, he was like yeah and he was like crowd surfing in that thing which was wild sweet they had oh, these yeah. giant inflatable robots on stage yeah it was just wild but like obviously it's really cheesy but they they you can just tell they're having a lot of fun with it um they were just just good vibes all around that that show Riot Fest, I miss Warp Tour though, dude. Like I was I was one of those kids, like I went to every Warp Tour from two thousand five till like isn't, 2013. Isn't, isn't Warp Tour canceled? Yeah. I think it actually is. But, like right, I right, think it's right, like canceled yeah. on like two levels, so 
Yeah, I, if if it was canceled on another level, I'm not sure. I know that it's like it literally doesn't. Well, they had that. Anymore. They had that big controversy with uh, the the CEO of Warp Tour letting that front. He wouldn't kick off that front porch step guy, and uh, oh. when he was having all those problems, and uh, yeah, yeah, and then oh. <clears throat> and then there was so much backlash that he was like, "Oh, okay, I'll kick him off," and that kind of that kind of soured my Warp Tour view. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. I stopped going to Warp Tours before that happened because, like, yeah. there was Warp Tours happening uh, probably another few years after I had stopped going to them. I think the last one that I went to was, boy, like 2013. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the last one I went to. Honestly, too. I can't I even. To rem- I can't even remember who headlined it. Gosh. Well, I, I know. Can I tell you that Black Flag was probably there. Because they or less than Jake was probably there. Less than Jake uh, yeah, that's like a guarantee. <laughs> Real big fish were probably there. Uh, there's like yeah, they're all always the, there. All the bands that wear like exclusively black checkered bands are there pretty much every year. Like all the the ska van. Like I I feel like every time I went there, Streetlight Manifesto was on the bill. Like so many ska bands. I think Four Year Strong there. always plays it. All those yeah. easy core oh, bands. Gosh, Nick, Nick yeah. has turned me on to easy core. I love that stuff now. Is, is that a, is that a term? I like that. Yeah, like set your goals and uh, oh, for yeah. your start. I think Newfound Glory is considered the Godfathers of easy core yeah. with those chugs. Like da 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 a day to remember homesick came out in like 2009 and that was like that made it kind of mainstream because i remember how popular that album was and then it basically like highlighted for a different group of people this genre that was already in existence for a long time yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> it kind of made it accessible in a way grew up way. in a grew up in a very riffy household so oh really <laughs> Yeah, like classic uh, rock, dad steady, rock. Yeah, steady, steady diet of Sabbath and Hog Hat. And did you guys, guys, did you guys like have any other musicians in your family? My dad played the trombone. Yeah, I, my my dad, funny enough, played bass. But I do, I would say my dad. It's my dad and my older sister who are probably responsible for me pursuing music in any capacity. Like. My dad showed me a lot of weird music when I was like a little kid. Like he'd be playing like Joy Division when I was like six. Okay. Or or like Billy Bragg and talking about like the rights of unions and like being <laughs> being a socialist. Um well, right which, on, Rod. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> you want to know some insider information about, about dog sneeze in my family, Brian? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um dude the place for it so Uh my my mom like loves nick yeah to the point where my my (laughs) nick has been like oh man i've got a crush on arthur's mom big time (laughs) yeah it's it's like we we played um there was one time that it was the last couple of no fun club shows i was playing in and nick funny enough oh yeah yeah for for um, mr higgins for mr for mike and we played in allendale at this like laker palooza type of thing at at, uh, grand valley they threw on some some festival and uh and and after our set was done my mom just you just hear from like it's in like this huge gymnasium but then you just hear my mom's voice soar through it and it's just like nick yeah I didn't get any praise. My mom doesn't care yes. about me playing. She's just going to root for Nick. That's awesome, dude. For you, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Arthur, I'm sorry to hear that. It's fine. I'm a middle Arthur's child. Mom. I'm a middle child, both in... I just have never not been. <clears throat> yeah, that's generally the case. Oh, well, Invite the yeah, neighbors in, in a podcast about Arthur's mom. Mary, <laughs> my, my mom's a saint, though, which I, I, I do want to shout her out. She is... She is. She has been feeding. Uh, she she's a lunch lady, and she's been feeding uh, kids throughout this whole thing. Like she, you can just come to uh, her high school in in Grand in, in Grand Rapids and just get a lunch because she. Oh, that's uh, cool. There were a fair amount of kids that were, um, that needed it 
that and a few families that needed it and that and anyone in Grand Rapids can do it. So if if anyone listening to this happens to uh uh live in Grand Rapids and and needs, you know, some food or something, you can go to West Catholic High School and Mary Jo and her her lunch ladies will will feed you up. Good old Mary Jo, dude. Putting in yeoman's work. I like it. She's doing it too in it. I like how this podcast has been rebranded three times Amen. already. We we're very Just tangential. <laughs> That's totally fine. Like with with the nature of the quarantine and everything, like I've I haven't really been trying to stay that on topic. I don't really care. Like not that I do stay on topic that much, anyways, because like it's kind of the fun of the podcast format is you can kind of lend itself to going off topic or not even having topics. But <laughs> there's not anything going on. It's like. It's like back to sports a little bit. It's like, how do you talk about sports really? There's only so much to talk about when there's no games happening. Yeah, like, I've been no uh, shows happening. There's no like. I've been torturing myself by like, uh, I have this, uh, I have this like box set that my dad got me for my birthday when I was like 16, and it's like the Tigers 1984 World Series run. And oh, I watch sweet. that. I watch that when I want to feel good. But then, like, I watch through like the 2006 playoff run when they went to the world series and like Ardonias uh, hit that big home run and then they got yeah. and then they got fucking crushed by the cardinals <laughs> yeah dude and then and then i watched the 2012 one which i don't even know why i did that because it just watching cabrera strike out it swept <laughs> in the top of the ninth in yeah. san francisco just freaking like oh god oh yeah, god <laughs> i'm like getting all tough. thinking about it I, yeah <laughs> it, it was like both those years like especially well, I, I guess in different ways. Like 2006, like 2006 was goddamn it, magical, it, it, man. It came out of nowhere. Three, three seasons know? after being the losingest team of all time. Yeah. Oh man, oh, it was God. wild. Everyone had those Team of Destiny hoodies, and I was like, Yeah. Well, and I, even I mean, thought then this is too too premature. I'm like Team of Destiny. Like, let's wait till we win it before it, we start saying these yeah, things. It wasn't even a. It wasn't even a team of superstars either. I mean, we were anchored by rookie Justin Verlander. Who who knows what happens with rookies. Right. Maglio Ordonez was supposed to be washed up. We had like, we had we had Pudge, Pudge, right? Pudge yeah, who who like was like thirty five when we signed him. Like what? <laughs> right, right. He was supposed uh, to just be like a name to bring in fans, you know. Yeah, that that would be like if we signed Miguel Cabrera this year. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. It, but then two thousand twelve, it's like we were just stacked. And just uh, that like pitch, cr- that pitching rotation should not have lost to any. Yeah. Well, then or I even mean, like think- like 2014 was the big one when we had like David Price, Verlander, uh, Scherzer before he went to the Nationals. Like man. Yeah. Uh, Rick Porcello the year before he won the Cy Young. Like. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, like J J D was like the like the up and comer. Mar- Martinez was just hitting freaking dingers, man. Yeah, and he he had, you know, he had no business hitting that many home runs at Comerica. No business. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, steroids. But I'm not going to assume he's on steroids. I assume they're all on steroids. Actually, I think they're all. Maybe not steroids, but I think they're all. You know, on. I think I would decent. be. I think I would be shocked to find a professional athlete that's not doing whatever they can to to. Yeah. Yeah, I, especially but, like in football, like there's no way you can get your your ass kicked for an entire season and not. I don't know, suspicious. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like my uh, my girlfriend, like she was a, a college athlete, and she's you know uh, even like division. I think she's like division three, like volleyball or something. But but she was telling me like the NCAA list of banned sub, sus, like supplements. Some of them are stuff that I just take on a daily I, basis. <clears throat> That are like nothing, you know what I mean? Well, I'm not uh, training. Even like, uh, like you need to have a special exemption for like Adderall. You've got ADHD and, and stuff like that. Yeah, which is which is crazy to think about. Like that's that's such a common thing for people to have. The fact that it's banned is yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just not stuff you think about, right? And it's like even like nootropics and things that are not not even like psychoactive or things that like aren't necessarily like they're not like steroids but they're like basically like stronger coffee yeah i'm waiting waiting for him to ban whey protein 
Yeah, right. You can only bulk with pure steak, USDA approved. <laughs> but you think back to like uh like the like the race of like Sosa and McGuire hitting all those home runs, Barry Bonds. I mean, that was like the most exciting time for baseball in the past twenty five years, and it's because they were all on steroids. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, do I prefer the game with the crackdown? Yes. Yeah. Would I yeah. be lying if I said I didn't enjoy watching Sosa and McGuire hit 60 home runs a season? Oh, dude, that was awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a little and superhuman also, nature. Well, and like yeah. uh, like Roger Clemens being all beefed up when he's like 35 years old throwing 100 miles an hour. like. <laughs> yeah. Getting, getting roid rage and throwing that bat at Mike Piazza. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like, WWE, it's like WWE on the MLB field, man. <laughs> well, it's like, I think if like the, they could collectively bargain and if the players union like agreed that they were okay with it then i'd be fine with it but it's just you know my only issue with steroids is like if if there are players who just don't want to do that to their bodies or they but they're uh, they're automatically at a disadvantage like that's where it's not there i guess when you get the controversy with guys like uh like andy pettit who it's pretty well documented that he did hgh but it was to recover from his injuries and like where's that like like, uh, yeah. I'm off yeah. my wheelhouse now, Such boys. A, I know nothing yeah. about sports. That's, that's my bad. I should... <laughs> oh, it's all good. You're fine. In, invite the neighbors. It's not a baseball podcast. Yeah, I mean, I can talk about rugby. Podcast, though. Yeah. This is a. <laughs> yeah. It is and always <laughs> has been a doping podcast. But, yeah. uh, well, before, because we're getting up on an hour here, uh, I want to make sure, because I, I have to, I can't. Uh, stay on too long because i'm at my girlfriend's house and i mm-hmm. promised her margaritas but yeah. um heck yeah man do you guys have any like plans for like post quarantine like i know you mentioned earlier that you like want to put together like a like maybe like a solid release <clears throat> but do you have like there's touring in the in the future or do you plan uh, to just pretty much stay local or prob- probably not any grand plans of touring um i think after quarantine our goal is just to get back out and in Lansing, Detroit, Grand Rapids, back in our wheelhouse. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're in the pro. Well, we're 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 recording some drums for our song soon because I use a drum machine on GarageBand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're we're popping some drums on some stuff, and uh, we've been in talk uh, uh, with uh, with Jake, the, the singer for No Fun Club, and uh, Good Luck Charm Records, doing doing yeah. some some a run of some tapes once we can kind of be in a more comfortable spot after all this. And uh, Arthur Jones is in the middle of uh, cutting together a good old quarantine music video for the masses. Um, oh, so, sweet. Yeah. It's, so it should be fun. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's something people can look forward to, hopefully, is we've got hopefully by a, a month and a half. If you truly are that backlog, hopefully we can have it out by then. But <laughs> I was going to say, let me know, uh, like, if once you get a like a release time because by then if i can always hold off releasing this until um you know i could have it coincide with like a music video if you know if you give me like a advance notice because then i there's so many episodes i can i can move around as like sure. i want to mm-hmm. you know so like it, it doesn't really uh matter but like so have you already filmed it or is it um, two-thirds so, of it <clears throat> yeah so we've been doing it obviously separate um so kind right. of like the, the the three of us doing it and doing doing our own run through of it and it'll be all cut together and fun. oh yeah. okay hopefully hopefully, pe- hopefully people think it's as funny as i do yeah nick's like, getting a nick's getting a kick out of this one the quarantine themed or is it uh can you give it away or like kind of it it it's, it, it's, you know, it's all it's all i mean yeah in a way it's quarantine themed like you know like you said <laughs> quarantine there's there's nothing to do so it's basically me sitting on the toilet singing along to it. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you'll well, we're cutting together some fun, basically inside the house types of shots. If that what that goes without spoiling the whole thing. Okay, and then, and then cutting cutting together each of our uh, our existing things. So stay tuned. Trying to trying to encapsulate that feeling of bored in the house. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what that's like, dude. Right. right. I'll, I'll get back <laughs> to you on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So definitely, you know, stay tuned for that. Uh, now I'm down talking to the listeners because 
this is out. If, if you're listening to this, that means it's out. That means probably means that the, mu- the music video is out. So check that shit out. Or you know, if you don't, you're not a true fan. Yeah, it's just it is what it is. You're not a true fan of this podcast, and you're not a true American. And I, I, those are views are not necessarily the views of Dog Sneeze, but they are the views of this podcast. So um, suck on that, you know. Uh, but if you guys want to uh, plug where people can find all this stuff or like social media, <clears throat> or, you know. I'm really terrible at keeping up on social media. On Twitter, you can find us at Dog Sneeze MI. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can follow me on Twitter at the real Nick Wing because that's where the real shit happens. Um, yeah, <clears throat> we our Facebook page is Dog Sneeze. I think I've posted on it three times. Um, yeah, I can, forgot we had one. And <laughs> you can and you can find our music at dogsneeze.bandcamp.com because we are not on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, that's. Um, I was gonna say I, I looked on Spotify, but if Bandcamp is where to send people. That's <clears throat> yes. Good. Yeah, yes, I'm not a, that is. I'm not a. I'm not a pay for, pay for my music to be on places. Kind of, I don't know. No, dude, it's it's not a bad principle to have. I can't <laughs> can't hate on you for that. Um, and you know, like once you do have, uh, like you know, down the road, if you like get a release together and like you want to come back on the podcast under normal circumstances, like if you want to like come by the house or something and do like a traditional episode. Oh, for sure. Know, Mm-hmm. You know, we can always do that. So, do you have margaritas? Yeah, dude. We don't right, uh, margaritas. If, if uh, you know, and I don't make bullshit margaritas. I make <clears throat> fresh you know, squeezed lime juice margaritas. I'm I'm 100 interested in, in invite the neighbors a margarita podcast. So yeah, <laughs> I'm okay with that. I mean, really, really, to only get Nick and I somewhere, you just need a single can of Coors Banquet, and we'll, yes. we'll show up. Ooh. Yes. It's yeah. If, if if the mountains turn blue, I'm not interested. I just want. The yellow can. I want the banquet, baby. Give me the banquet. <laughs> this the Sam Elliott commercial. The banquet beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, alrighty, fellas. Well, all I right. will. Uh, I will catch y'all on the flip side. I'm gonna just uh, hit this magic button real fast. Bye, listener. And that's it. Um, you know, I was thinking about getting into the habit of doing outros just to like really let people know that the episode is over. But also just to remind you, if you sign up for our Patreon, we'd really appreciate it. Patreon.com slash invite the neighbors. Give us a follow on um, Twitter at ITN pod, Instagram, invite the neighbors um, and give us a review on iTunes or follow us on Spotify or give us a five star rating on iTunes or check out our website, invite the neighbors.blueberry, which is B L U B R R Y dot net. Um, anyways, thanks for listening. Tell a friend about the podcast and stay tuned for the next week's episode.